Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my good friend and co-host Ananga Sivir. Today we're discussing how springtime nourishes and supports our mental and physical health. Spring is the season that brings hope and energy as nature blossoms around us and the air begins to warm up. This is the time when we're invited to go outside and stretch and move and breathe and And it's also the time that encourages reflection on our personal growth, how we live our life, and if we're in step with our aspirations. And of course, Ayurveda is a part of all of this as well. Following the seasons Ayurvedically is something that's incredibly intelligent. And Ananga, would you like to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, Ayurveda recommends seasonal adjustments and self-care. In Ayurveda, that's called Ritucharya being in step with the season, noticing the changes as the season comes around, adjusting our lifestyle and our nutrition. Not massive changes, just little adjustments and alignments. And today we're going to be sharing some herbs and spices that support these adjustments and set us up for good health in the spring. The more I learn about Ayurveda, the more I study it, the more I live it, the more I'm so incredibly grateful for all of this knowledge to be right in my lap. I've just picked up a couple new books recently and I've had my nose in them. And Ayurveda is, it's like a roadmap, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A roadmap for healthy living. Yeah, how to protect our health, our well-being, our mind. Yeah. How to understand our psychophysiological makeup, how to really know ourselves, know our mind, know how the mind is a as a thing works, but how ours works as well, because we're not all the same. The first thing I learned and loved about Ayurveda was how it honors our individual nature and how that helps us develop compassion for ourselves, but also for those around us, how we can understand ourselves and others more. Here we are in spring or a minute away from spring. You have much more spring going on in England than I do here in northern Michigan. But what we know about spring is that spring is cleansing season. And Ayurveda recommends our diet become lighter, warm and easy to digest meals like soups and seasoned rice and greens. And just making these adjustments in our nutrition can make a big difference because we go from some of these heavier soups and stews and, and things that feel so comforting and nourishing during the winter that need to lighten up for spring. And the more we make those changes, little bits here and there, the the better we feel. This is definitely time to look at supporting our nutrition, easing off from the comfort foods and the heavier foods that we can take in the winter and taking advantage of the greens and other seasonal vegetables that are becoming more available now. I have been roasting vegetables like a maniac lately. Just chopping up whatever it is I want and roasting them and having plenty of, whether it be a whole meal or a side dish or whatever. And it's been so satisfying to have that wonderful, healthy, 
addition to my nutrition. It's so easy to just chop it up and spice it up and pop it in the oven and away we go. What are some of your favorite meals this time of year, Ananga? Well, all year round, I really like dal. That's something that supports all the doshas and is um, seasonally pretty easy on us all year round. But I think in the spring, it's good to take it a little bit lighter. Plenty of cumin, ginger, turmeric, and uh, make it a little thinner. In India, dal is eaten very thin and watery. And um, in the West, we tend to thicken it up quite a lot. So I'd be adding more zucchinis, cauliflower, and just making it a little, little wetter, a little more watery. This is also the time of year that we join a, a CSA farm and we get shares of yummy veggies. And so we get our first box at the end of March that will come with pea shoots and all kinds of goodies that are available from the hot houses and it's just stuff like that is being excited about the the fresh veg and and the change in in our diet to look forward to what okay what can I do now okay I'm going to make that lighter I'm going to make that a little tastier I'm going to add this spice instead of that yeah I always love it when I see mint surface mm-hmm. I always have a few pots of different types of mint around and when I see those shoots starting to come up I always feel so grateful for that, as we're going to be talking about in a minute. Mints are really important and helpful herb for this time of year. And I think it's really nice to just notice those seasonal availabilities and changes in, in the produce that's available to us. And yeah, when the spring greens come in, I always find that such a, such a blessing. Last fall, I planted 100 daffodils. And so I just can't wait. I mean, we still have snow cover here. But I cannot wait to see those daffodils come through. The other part about spring is this is a good time to wake up a little earlier, enjoy the light in the morning, get some stretching in. If you can, move your body in the morning, take a walk or practice some qigong or yoga, something to really welcome the change and welcome the return to light. We'll we'll all be changing our clocks soon and we'll have a little bit more light, which I'm really looking forward to as well. Yeah, definitely. It's a natural time, isn't it? You feel that, that change, the air starts to warm up. It's important to be careful because spring can seesaw back and forth a little bit. It can be cold and wet and windy and then bit milder another day you know, so important to uh, make sure we're aware of the climate around us and we're looking after ourselves but definitely invites us to get outside more it's easier and more inviting to start getting outside more at this time of year what are some of your favorite essential oils for spring do you change things up yeah um i always love lavender all year round and uh, rose geranium I love all year round me too me too two of my favorites but good scents for spring are the more energizing uplifting so like rosemary I went for a walk with a friend last week and there was a little rosemary bush and I sniffed the leaves and that scent really wakes up my mind I find it a beautiful scent so rosemary is great this time of year good in cooking as well as 
to have that scent around the home. Frankincense is also really good, and that's a favorite of mine. So good scents for spring are things that are just a bit more revitalizing, energizing, uplifting, the awake sense. Mm-hmm. And you might even want to treat yourself to a little potted rosemary plant. And you can tell what a plant geek I am because I'm just like, oh, you know, like something you can just put in your window and be like, mm-hmm. yay, it's planting time. Yeah, I mean, it's, lo- it's lovely to have herbs as friends and yeah, have them on the windowsill, some mint, some rosemary. Some lemon balm, so calming and such a beautiful scent. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to do. Let's move to uh, some of the spices that are good for spring cleansing. Ginger's always a, a favorite, um, always easily available. In Ayurveda, it's known as a universal medicine because of its wide range of uses. It's especially helpful for clearing congestion. Uh, boosting our digestion. Sometimes our digestion can be a little sluggish as we go into spring. We can accumulate some congestion over winter, so ginger's wonderful for that. It's good for circulation, and it has a warming nature, which is really beneficial to anyone with a vata nature or anyone who's living with anxiety. Mm. And turmeric is also excellent for cleansing the liver and clearing congestion from the body, and clearing stagnant blood. And even if you can't get fresh turmeric, it's available in teas. Yogi tea do a lovely turmeric chai, which I have on my desk right now, which is great for this time of year. And of course, it's available in powdered dried form for cooking. One of my Ayurvedic teachers, Dr. David Frawley, once said that if he could only take one herb to a desert island, it would be turmeric. Wow, that's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I use it a lot. I don't really like it, but I use it because I know how good it is for me. <laughs> but I like it when it's mixed with other things. Uh, yeah. But to have it by, its, by itself is a, is a bit, get, it takes a bit of getting used to. It does. It's got quite a kind of pungent taste to it. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I've, I've grown to, to love it in, in blends and in, and in cooking. and. Uh, Sometimes if I'm feeling a bit stiff or sluggish, I'll up the turmeric when I'm cooking. Mm-hmm. Increase the quantity. And again, another way to live an Ayurvedic lifestyle is through knowing how to use these spices and herbs. Like mint. Mint is so wonderful. We've talked about it a little bit already, but it's calming to all three doshas, all three Ayur- Ayurvedic body types. It's good for clearing congestion from the lungs and soothing coughs. I drink it to when I have a headache. Will often help me get rid of a a headache if I have one coming on. It's just a wonderful plant to have. I have it all throughout my garden, several different kinds of mints and it's believed to lift heaviness from the mind yeah. and to calm the nerves. Yeah, it's one of those amazing herbs that helps regulate the flow of pran, the vital airs through the body. Fennel also has a wonderful effect. And if you feel nauseous, if you often have nausea accompany anxiety, mint is your friend. Drink peppermint tea. It helps with so many things. So, so that might be one of, one of the uh, herbs I would take on an island. <laughs> yeah, take uh, a little pot of mint wherever we go. 
And of course, we can mix these things up. If you have a, yeah. a nervous stomach and your digestion's a little bit cold or sluggish, then you can put a couple of slices of fresh ginger with some mint um, in, a, in a nice big cup and, and just steep them in some boiling water. Or you might have a mint tea ready prepared, but you can still add some ginger with that. And the next spice we're going to talk about also goes very well with mint and ginger, and that's cinnamon, which is a really potent herb for spring for clearing coughs and colds. It clears mucus and congestion from the body, keeps the chest clear. It helps improve circulation. Um, it helps clear toxins. It calms vata, which is the energy that often drives anxiety. And um, vata types can benefit from taking cinnamon and cloves with baked apples as a nice uh, breakfast or, or treat. Just bake some apples and poke cloves in and put some cinnamon as well. Mm, sounds good. And then there's cardamom. And cardamom is also very supportive for coughs and colds and nausea. And food is medicine. And when you know the benefits and the properties of each of these spices, you feel incredibly empowered to make good decisions for your body and mind. Yeah, I consider my tea cupboard to be like the, the medicine chest of my house. It's, I always go to tea first if somebody has an upset stomach or cold or whatever. Just, you know, you're feeling anxious, chamomile tea is great. It's, it's really nice to befriend these blends and, and individual herbs and know how to combine them for yourself. And it's a beautiful act of very simple and uplifting self-care. In this time of year, Ananga, do you still take all of your tea warm or do you uh, drink at room temperature or do you ever have it? I don't really like my, my teas chilled, but sometimes I enjoy them at room temperature. I always have tea quite hot. Yeah. I tend not to drink iced drinks. Yeah, me too. They can mess with your digestion and increase anxiety. No, I tend to take my drinks quite, quite warm. I figured that was your answer. I just Yeah, I find it really comforting, um, especially in the early morning hours. I like to sit and hug a cup of tea. <laughs> One of my favorite teas that we, we talk about pukka tea all the time and you guys would think we're you know they're sponsors or something but they're not uh, although the founder is somebody who ananga knows and, and a friend but uh the revitalize by pukka yeah. is really good and it and it contains some of what we were just talking about it has organic cardamom cinnamon clover elder elderflower ginger and it also in, it has green tea on the package itself it it really talks more about the, the cardamom and cinnamon and ginger, but those other plants are also a part of that tea, and it's very tasty and really good for you. Yeah, it's a wonderful combination to start your day with at this time of year. And that tea used to be called, years ago, the Paka Herbs used to call that kaffa tea. It was the kaffa balancing tea. Hmm. And spring is kaffa season, so it's really seasonally appropriate. Yeah, so good for clearing congestion, clearing our mind and senses, and just a really good blend to start the day with. After the short break, we'll walk you through how the different dosha types are affected by seasonal change. 
The Anxiety Slayer podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Supportive nurturing relationships take practice, especially your relationship with yourself. A lot of us will drop anything to help someone else that we care about. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? Ananga and I regularly invest in our self-care with tapping, nutrition, breathing exercises, yoga, and even counseling when we need additional support. BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does, and therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. I worked with a BetterHelp therapist a while ago to help me through a challenging time at the beginning of the pandemic when my daughter was leaving the nest for college. I received wonderful support from a trained professional who was perfectly suited to my situation. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Anxiety Slayer listeners can get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com forward slash slayer. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com forward slash slayer. Ananga, can you walk us through the different dosha types and how they're affected by seasonal change or how they're affected by spring? Yeah, the kapha body type, because we're in kapha season when we go into spring, they, they may need to get moving more. Um, they may have more congestion in their chest or sometimes kapha can linger in the stomach. So important to have a lighter, warmer diet, drink ginger tea, use the herbs and spices we've already talked about they can carry congestion from the winter season that starts to mobilize and move from the body in spring ayurveda sometimes describes that it's like melting snow there's congestion there and it starts to liquefy and move from the body so important to get stretching moving get in step with the season clear congestion uh, pitta types can find that if they suffer from allergies spring season's the time when they can start to affect them um, and they can feel a little frustrated in spring. In Chinese medicine, it's described that this season is governed by the wood energy, which affects the liver, and the liver can feel thwarted and frustrated when they're not able to um, spring into action as they need to. So pitta types need to look at the flowers, take a walk, don't be too, uh, too rushed or too pressurized. And for vata types, spring's a really good season. They can enjoy the warmer air, the flowers, the bird song. really use these things to be mindful and present. Walking in nature, stretching, opening the chest, it's a wonderful way to engage with the spring energy and reduce stress and anxiety. For anxiety sufferers, this is a really great time to reconsider self-care and recommit to self-care and practice calming breathing practices, yoga, walking in nature. Just really think about how we can be moving a bit more and supporting ourselves as well as we can. And being as proactive as we can as well. Mm -hmm. Because if we aren't moving, if we aren't 
choosing to make some of these changes, then we're just suffering more. We don't have to. We can, we can be proactive and make choices that are going to help us feel better, no matter what our dosha type. Absolutely. When you were talking about experiencing allergies and frustration, I was thinking, oh, well, spring really must be coming because I've noticed that I've been more frustrated than normal with, with little things. And it's a good thing I'm not doing caffeine right now, right? Just, okay, how can we like dial that back a bit? So thank you for bringing that forward because I forget. Yeah, because the season has quite a push to it and there's a lot going on around us and noticing the buds there on the trees and uh, I have a little hydrangea plant on my doorstep and she's really cranking up. So there's a lot of energy, growth and movement energy. And if we can be in step with it and harness it and appreciate it and apply it to ourselves, that's always good and a, and a better experience. Otherwise, we can feel like nature's shoving us along a little bit if we're just in, caught up in our own bubble and we're not in step with the season. Well, let's wrap up the episode today talking about some of the activities that can help us stay balanced during the seasonal change. We've already mentioned this, but it is something to bring forward again is walking. If you can walk in the morning, especially, do it. Carve out time to do it. It will set the mood for your entire day. I have been walking on the treadmill in the mornings now for several months, almost every day. And it's made a complete difference in my energy. Just getting things moving instead of letting it be stagnant. And it doesn't need to be a crazy walk. It can be a lovely walk where you're just walking through your neighborhood or walking in the woods or wherever. Taking in the colors of spring, like looking at your plant, Ananga, or buying a, a fresh pot of herbs or whatever it is, take in those colors and be thankful. Nature is just so spectacular. And if we would pay more attention to how it just does what it does, you know, here comes spring and it doesn't need to be forced. It happens when it happens. Breathing exercises are really helpful this time of year as well, particularly alternate nostril breathing. And you can find a guided breathing practice for alternate nostril breathing at our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash anxiety slayer. And when you get outside, make time to stretch. Put your arms up over your head, open your chest to take in the warm air and to really be a part of the change of spring. And, and again, moving your body and opening the chest is a big part of that. As is gardening, as is growing vegetables and herbs, repotting plants, potting some herbs for your windowsill. Gardening is a huge help in getting us in tune with the season and is so grounding and calming for the mind. And just, I can just picture myself right now with a handful of dirt. Mm -hmm. It makes me very happy. Such a wonderful grounding practice and naturally mindful. So here's to spring. Ananga, thank you so much. This has been fun talking about spring and how we can cleanse and move into the season, looking after ourselves the, the best way we can. And thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about Ayurveda and the best practices to care for your dosha type, you're welcome to continue on our Patreon 
where you can get a deeper dive into some of the topics we cover, as well as over a hundred downloads, including our guided relaxations. And we so appreciate you supporting our show. Learn more at patreon.com forward slash anxiety slayer.